Yeah, so um, the last time we spoke was uh, 31st of August, which was the day Minister Rabbit came to um, open our offices here in Ennis. We have been incredibly busy since then. In fact, we've grown the team. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the, literally the, the calls keep coming. The work in terms of advocating for families living with FASD has been uh, just non-stop. Uh, you know, we, we recognise that we're representing around a quarter of a million families across Ireland. And so they all needed somewhere to contact to ask for that help, support and guidance. And that's us. And I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you would prefer if you were getting no calls in the sense that that may indicate there isn't a big issue with it. But the fact that you are and the organisation exists just points to how prevalent FASD is is in this country, Trist. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's happening now is that we've come through a period of two years of lockdown where we know people were consuming a little bit more alcohol at home through that time. And of course, uh, there were uh, an increasing number of babies being made and born uh, through that time as well. So, you know, the latest figures we have, uh, 2021, 53,000 babies born in Ireland, some 2,500 babies born with FASD. It's a, it's, a, it's a kind of I don't word that comes to mind is it's tragic to think about that. No, it is. It's it's sadly um, a lifelong um, form of brain damage that is irreversible, and you know there is no treatment or cure. All we can do is provide supports to those uh, young people as they're growing up to try to help them to live an independent life as as near as possible as as adults. So things going very, very well for yourselves. And as you say, you've grown the team. Uh, can you tell us a bit about this uh, this program, the Social Entrepreneurs Ireland Action Lab program? And before we get into, you know, how successful you've been in uh, applying for it, what, what exactly is it? Okay, well, um, actually last year um, we were really pleased to be selected to take part in the Ideas Academy, which is the kind of entry level um, for social entrepreneurs to um, learn a bit about what it's like to set up an organisation, to network with other uh, new social entrepreneurs who are doing almost a similar role in other parts of the country. Um, And we were very successful uh, through that programme of of the Ideas Academy. In fact, uh, I had to pitch at the end of that um, program for a share of uh, funding and we were awarded the top amount so we were awarded six and a half thousand euro at that time Brilliant. and our pitch was to be able to set up a national FASD hub uh, here in Ennis uh, a phone line for want of a better word so that people can ring up and talk to experts uh, Monday to Friday and get their calls answered signposted guidance su- support and advice so um, that was very much the first part the ideas academy um, the next part then is where we find ourselves today, which is where we were awarded a, one of eight places ac- across Ireland, um, and uh, that comes with a bursary of €3,000 and some really supportive mentoring and guidance. So we're hooked into um, organisations that have kind of trodden the pathway before us so that they can mentor us through what comes next. You know, we are in a period of uh, rapid growth and we need some help through that because we never envisaged when we set up FASDI Island that would be where we are today. So having Social Entrepreneurs Island uh, on our shoulder and helping us through that is really valuable to us. And the, the fact that, uh, as you say, you were one of eight organisations that were successful in terms of being awarded funding and getting a place on, on the programme, just how keenly contested was it? I would imagine
imagine there was quite a lot of organisations fighting it out for to be one of the eight chosen. I, I guess yes. Uh, you know, last year's Ideas Academy had forty-five uh, organisations on board, um, but this year uh, it was a pick from not only last year but twenty twenty through. So yeah. we're talking about you know a couple of years worth of Ideas Academy participants, and uh, so the competition was really really. Uh, you know, challenging. So it was good. It, it's it's really it feels really good to be one of the eight that are selected. How rigorous or strenuous was the application process? Well, um, I have no idea. It was behind closed <laughs> doors, which is always great to to uh, be able to share. Um, you know, um, I I literally was asked to provide an update as to where we are as an organisation and our. Uh, key points of success and challenges that we'd faced over the last year um, and that then went into consultation so beyond that I really I'm delighted to say I have no clue <laughs> he, He's grinning from ear to ear folks here I, the, the money itself then, the 3,000 and you mentioned the 6,500 you previously received Tristan, what kind of a difference will that money make like what 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 has it or will it be used on how far will it go in in advancing FASD Ireland's aims well the money will be entirely ring fenced for us in terms of setting up the national FASD hub for Ireland it means that we can provide that uh, help and support through a dedicated telephone line um, we're working with university limerick to pr- uh, offer uh, student placements for people who are doing the arts or art psychology degree um, and this will form part of their their study part of their placement to be able to work with us and provide that help and support uh, as as ongoing so i'm I'm not sure if your listeners are aware but um, we have the opportunity to work with ul uh, students uh, in six month period blocks so the first one will be joining us uh, next week uh, through to the summer so they will be heavily involved in establishing the fasd hub um, and then the the following uh, six months will be where it will be up and running properly Um, so the fund Funding essentially will fund those positions so that we can uh, pay those students while they are working with us and that's always a great strong position to be in. I would hate to want to think that we would be sort of employing students on a part-time basis and not really um, recompensing them. That's not the model we want to use. So being able to use that funding to establish the hub and we're talking about a new workstation, we're talking about a telephone system, having the the IT in place and then you know being able to pay uh, somebody to set up all of the systems and processes that are needed when you're putting a, a dedicated telephone helpline together. You also mentioned that uh, the other part of the the overall prize, for want of a better word, is uh, the mentoring. Yes. Um, yeah, I know. I'm sure because you know there'll be elements that will come up in the mentoring where they will pinpoint areas that you could utilize or improve that you may not be aware of because they're the ones you're you're looking to them for their expertise. But have you and Scott and everyone else at FASD Ireland have you yourself identified a few areas where you know? But you perhaps have a lack of knowledge or how do we advance this further or how do we improve upon that that you are going to highlight to them? Yes, absolutely. Uh, one of the, the key areas that we would like help and support with is Section 39 funding with the HSE and Section 56 funding with Tuzla. They are two agencies that we work continuously with um, and it's getting kind of awkward where every time we get a phone call we have to say, ah, um, do you have a purchase order number for that? Because... Uh, this service isn't free 
Um, it is to people who, you know, to, to families who ring us, but when it's agencies that ring us, we really have to cover our overheads. And yeah. as, as you'll be aware, you know, the costs today of setting up an office and running an office, even electricity costs are, are just a huge part of what we do. Yeah. And so we have to w work towards covering those overheads. So getting a mentor in place, and that, that is now um, in place, essentially uh, SEI have moved very quickly to, to buddy us up with a, a mentor that's trod that pathway um, so uh, you know that that will be essential to the longevity of not only the FASD hub but also to the survival of our organization through these really tough financial times. Great, great. So you're going to benefit uh, from all of that. And look, it's it's an exciting, I guess, first few months of the year. You mentioned like the launch of the hub, and you're going to have the uh, the benefit of of the mentoring and lots more besides. I can remember talking to you last year just at the outset of of FASD Ireland's journey and how when I guess you, you yourself and Scott and everyone else involved was you were talking to people uh, and they were saying, well, look, you really should be opening offices in Dublin that that's the place to have an organisation's headquarters and you were adamant no, no we're doing it in Clare yeah. and perhaps some people thought oh I don't know about that now but um, I guess everything you've just talked to us about this morning Tristan is evidence that that was a, a wise decision It was Clare is a great place to set up a, a social enterprise we've had lots of support uh, on our journey and you know we, we learned a lot through Covid that actually uh, people can hold very sensible meetings online and uh, as long as you can you know see their faces when you're talking to them that's always beneficial so I do um try to persuade people to meet me on Teams or Zoom where possible rather than by phone. Um, but certainly being based here in, in Ennis, it means that we have that uh, reach into uh, not only the Midwest, but, you know, places as far away as Donegal, Belfast uh, and Cork and, and Deepest Kerry because, it, it, you know, it's two and a half hour drive over to Dublin, then it's two and a half hour drive up to Sligo, it's two and a half hour drive down to Cork. So I find that we're really, really central in terms of being able to deliver our message and work with uh, people, families, organisations that want uh, to work with us. Uh, only last week did uh, somebody from uh, Cork, uh, who's fairly influential across some of the agencies we work with, get in contact with us and ask us to provide a seminar for 1,200 people. So, you wow, know, okay. that, that that's immense. That's really good. And, and we exist to get the message out about the risks of alcohol exposure through pregnancy um, and also how to support people who are living with FASD today.